the Eric St. Show podcast, the daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures from right here in the Impact Power Sports Studio. I've uh, kind of gotten more accustomed to wearing the same hoodie every day. I don't feel nearly as bad about it as I used to. I used to feel like a real schlep. Now, not so much. Whatever, wake up, whatever's on the floor, as I said before, you put it on. And today, it happens to be a sweatshirt from our beloved Detroit Red Wings, who nobody is happy with right now. If you are a Red Wings fan, you hate this team right now. I know Kuypers does. There he is right there. In the chat. Look. We were doing the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast last night. And, uh, well, you know, it's like one nothing. Red Wings are leading the Sharks. I know a lot of you are like, I don't want to hear you talk about hockey, but you got to hear this. This is ridiculous what happened. This is unbelievable. And in a span of, I think it was 30 seconds, maybe less, the Red Wings scored three goals. Uh... One guy scored two of those three, but just like that, they're up four to nothing. Then, in as quick as like a breath, I'm looking at the uh, um, at the score, and it goes right away four two, and then like seconds after that, four three. Wait a minute, I'm sorry. Yeah, so it was four nothing. And then all of a sudden they score two real quick. It's four to two. And then I'm, I'm telling the audience that it's four to two and Kuypers holds up his hand. He goes, no, now it's three. So he scored three goals right away. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then we finish up our show. Very short amount of time later, I go downstairs and they score. It's four to four. That. I've, now, I wasn't watching the game, but I've never heard of that type of uh, uh, performance. Even when my kid played, you know, we're talking little shit hockey. <clears throat> there was never a moment where it was just crazy like that. So, um, that fuck that shit. We're, shut, we're not watching shit hockey. Shut it down. We go to bed. And then uh, we're laying there. I'm watching videos of Tim the Lawnmower Man and uh, and the guy who cleans rugs. And uh, then the alert comes in that they lost in overtime 6-5. to five. What an absolute shit show. My God. Well, whatever. You know that's that's the only thing you need you need to see and hear. I mean, you don't you don't need to watch any any garbage play like that. Holy cow. Jesus. Um so that's how that unfolded. By the way, uh it was it was Chris K who sent me the video of uh the guy who's uh, uh, uh cutting the overgrown lawn and finds a body. Holy shit. These guys, what they do is they 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 set up cameras in overgrown uh, uh, residences. A lot of times, they like knock on the door and people say, "Hey, how's it going?" And it's always some idiot who, who just doesn't give a shit about his property. Hey, uh, welcome to Free Mow Friday. Yeah. Well, uh, look, I want to mow your lawn for you. 
Uh, I, I'm not paying anybody. No, it's free. I just set up a camera and I, uh, I record what I do. And then, um, all of America watches this video. It costs me basically my time. I make the video and then more people will watch this video than the final episode of mash or the super bowl. It says most viewed things of all time. Tim the Lawnmower Man, 1 through 10. And then number 11 is best Super Bowl ever. That's remarkable. So this guy does the same thing. This The, the dude I was watching last night was not Tim the Lawnmower Man. It's another guy. Same deal. This guy, he brings his uh, trailer uh, to this house and starts mowing the grass. And this one's a vacant home. It's derelict building, but and he's mowing. And there's a couple of abandoned cars in the backyard. And, and the dude describes it as, hey, we're in the hood. And he's uh, using the weed eater right around the truck. And then you see him do a double take. Uh-huh. And then he drops the weed eater and goes, fuck, holy shit. And then uh, he gets on the phone, calls 911. There's a dead guy in the vehicle. Oh, boy. Boy, that's a uh, perfect example of uh, uh, life is just going to deal out a, a crazy scenario. You don't need to go looking for action. It's going to find you. Jesus, if you're a thrill seeker, you know, you go and you jump out of an airplane, maybe do some cliff diving, uh, uh, swimming with sharks, or, uh, you know, mow some guy's back lawn. What an adrenaline rush when you see rotting corpse in back of a vehicle. Well, anyway, that's what I do with my time. So, yeah, it's lawn mowing videos. It's clean the rug guy. Mountain view or mountain valley rug cleaning or some shit like that is unbelievable. So great. The guy, the rug he puts out is just, it's like he actually tried to get it dirty. He finds these rugs, like, I don't know where he finds these rugs, but a lot of times, there was one that was a maggot infested rug. Like there's, he did a close-up, and you could see maggots and worms somehow on the rug. It was exposed to the elements, and uh, dust, dirt, and grime built up over years. There's gra- chunks of grass growing on the rug somehow. And you can't even see that it's a child's rug with, like, uh, cartoon giraffes and various jungle animals on it. You can't even see that. And somehow this fucker manages to make it look bright, brand new. I don't know how he does it. It's awesome. I love it. Um, one of the biggest lovers of our dogs is the multi-talented Sarah Rook Ruk Roosh. And uh, she normally isn't here on, um, on a day like today. She's like one of the biggest fans of the dogs. She's here. I see Hurricane Ashley is here. Welcome to you. 
Uh, Megan is here. She says, I had a dream about snuggling with Darla last night. Is that weird? No, that's a goal. My dogs are the most snuggleable dogs. Chris in Buffalo described it best as the best thing about dogs is that they're little heaters. That room could be 30 below zero. And I've got these dogs that are the perfect size. You can just like hold them like you're Walter Payton uh, holding a football. And oh my God. It actually gets warm. It's too warm. It's like, all right, that's enough. That's enough. I'm, I'm warm. No, I, that is a life goal to snuggle with Darla because she's like squishy. She's a squishy dog and it's, it's the most stress relieving thing on the planet to, uh, pet a squishy dog, a friendly squish dog, Bruce, not, not so squish. He's uh, rock hard. The dog is a, a, a ball of muscle. There's nothing squishy about Bruce. And his fur is like uh, bristly. He doesn't have soft fur. Darla is an absolute squish model. It's the absolute best. And then O'Neal there is just a fluff. You can just tell he's got some serious fluff to him. Just like that video that I have of my dad that I post from time to time from a couple summers ago. And he goes, uh, he said something. He refers to O'Neill's fur as hair. This dog's hair is so soft. All right. O'Neill uh, went out to make a uh, friend yesterday. This is, um, okay, the first time it happened, it was no big deal. Where I was uh, walking all four. And then he broke free of this collar, the one that has a tracker on it. And the collar goes flying and he goes running after my neighbor's dog. And O'Neill's so sweet. He just wants to play. He's running circles around him. But getting him back corralled was a pain in the ass. So I made the conscientious decision there. No more am I going to walk four dogs. Three of the four pull. And I, uh, it's too much. I can't do it. I'm, I, I lose control of the dogs. And I, I can't be walking around the neighborhood with dogs that are out of control and breaking free and shit like that. So. All right, I'm just going to do two dogs at a time. Take one walk around the neighborhood, bring them home, uh, and then take the other two. Okay, just two separate walks. No big deal. It's O'Neal and um, I forgot it was the other one I had yesterday, but we're walking. It was O'Neal and Darla. And the collar breaks free again. I'm like, oh, shit, now we got a problem. This isn't just, I thought it was just a fluke, but it wasn't. There's something wrong with the little collar. He goes running after my neighbor, another neighbor, and her dog. Now, she, the dog is is medium size. It's not a toy or anything like that. Her dog does not like other dogs. So while O'Neal does like other dogs, her dog is going to go crazy. And I know this because... She's told me my dog, I was walking my dogs and uh, they wanted to meet. And she goes, oh, my dog is just not friendly to other dogs. So I know this. So O'Neill breaks free, goes after their dog. I'm like, oh, no, fucking shit. And uh, this dog starts nipping at O'Neill. I was like, oh, no. So uh, I come walk. thank God I only had two this time. I was able to quickly corral him and get him. Um, and then 
So that ends. I apologize, the lady. I think her name is Michelle. I, I'm so sorry. I'm. I, I, that was an accident. She goes, it's okay. It's okay. She was cool. She was cool. No harm. No foul. Nothing. Go home. Immediately ordered um, like a vest or, a, you know, goes over their shoulders and all that. Whole, a harness. Immediately. In fact, to get him home. I didn't even use the collar. I just looped the thing around his neck like we were going to hang him like Saddam Hussein and walked home that way, being careful not to tighten it. You know, I don't want to choke the guy. Um, So that's uh, that's unbelievable. Uh, I just got word from our uh, our pal Hurricane Ashley, who I guess uh, her job at Space Force is on pause until January. I don't. I don't know why, Uh, I mean, but she's now, today, this ought to be great, is going to go stripe parking lots with her boyfriend, Tim, from Shoreliner Striping. By the way, email the show, eric at ericsaintshow.com on the Shoreliner Striping inbox if you want to say hey. So you are going to go out into the wild and stripe parking lots with Tim. Well, I've got to get video of this. Oh, fucking shit. This fucking sucks. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. Oh, fuck this. Oh, I fucking hate. Oh, I broke a nail. Fuck you. Oh, I'm so thankful that I'm here. Fuck off. I can only imagine what you're going to do in the bathroom of whatever client that you're working for. God forbid if you find a dog. Um, all right, please keep a detailed accounting of what's going on there. I, you don't strike me as, uh, no offense, as the manual labor type. To be working with a high-end equipment to stripe the pavement of parking lots and whatever the hell you're striping. Um, not a bad idea. I should probably get old uh, Timmy Mayer on. He is the um, most Canadian American you will ever hear. He insists that he doesn't speak Canadian, but uh, I beg to differ. I say he's the most Canadian-American on the planet. Let's see if I can get him in here. He's awesome. I love this guy. Timmy, Timmy Mayer. There, what's up, buddy? Oh, you must be so busy getting ready to start the day. Uh, just having a cup of joe, my man. How are things? Word on the street is that Hurricane Ashley is going to work with you today. Is that is that true? She is. I said I was going on a solo mission, and she said, oh, I'll come. I said, all right, let's see it. So she's going to work, or is she going to supervise? Supervise. Oh, okay. I was going to yeah. say. 
Because well, I'm not going to let her actually touch anything. Oh, okay, that's fantastic. Because she 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 writes, "Oh my God, I'm going to be striping today," and I'm like, "Ah." <laughs> So, but that's, that's probably not the case. She's just going to sit there and, 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 and talk to you. She can walk the dog while I'm working. All right. Uh, Ryan says, I bet Hurricane cannot paint, cannot paint straight line or, or, or can paint some straight lines. I I'm not sure what he's trying to say, but, uh, and that there is a level of expertise that's involved in this. I mean, it isn't like anybody can just grab the machine and start painting. No, but I'm going to make her try. We'll go in the back of this place that I got a, this new place that they built. We're gonna go in the very back, and I'll let her. I'll let her do her best, and she can she can show you her work. Let me ask you this: um, When I see those lines and they're perfectly straight, is there anything that keeps the machine in line? Is it what what's happening oh, like, there? How does that work? Because they, it looks perfect. Yeah, there's it's a pin that locks the front tire. So as long as you know you have an idea what you're doing. Uh, as long as you're aimed right, you can't, it's hard to mess up, oh. but you can mess it up. I've messed up plenty of them. So you've, you've done it and it, it's all sideways and weird and stupid. <laughs> I put some curves in them for sure. Oh, okay. All right. We gotcha. throw in some bananas every lot, you know? All right. I got gotcha. you. I, I, I can, I can see that happening. Um, did you see where the hockey game yesterday was a complete disaster? Yes. Well, it's quite a second period. Holy shit! Eight, was that eight goals? I think I, I've I've never seen that. That was, yeah, it was six goals in three minutes and one second, which is one second off of the all-time NHL record. Wow! How, how about that? Uh, side note: uh, You had a referee at the Griffins game the other night. Uh, a young lady, first lady referee I've ever seen um, at, yeah, at a game. I, I'm sorry. Sammy Hiller. Yeah, I, uh, I we've had a, a lines person that was a female before, but never a a referee. So uh, we looked we looked her name up, and you know she used to be a uh, ice girl for the Colorado Avalanche. Oh yeah, my buddy dated her. Your buddy <laughs> dated her. Oh, she, yeah. So we we went ahead and got the picture, and. Um, she skated over to start the third and she's standing right in front of me. So I knocked on the glass and she turned around and I held up my phone and she was, she started cracking up. What? She's hilarious. Yeah. No, she's, she's a good person. She's, she's a good person. Yeah. That was, that was uh, really good. She did. She did great. She did really good. Everybody seemed to be impressed. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, okay. Sorry to bother you. Have a great day. And no, good. we're gonna. I want. I'll make Ash document some of this. Uh, some of her striping adventure today. All right. I'm glad to hear it. I want to see it. All right. All right. Be Peace. good, buddy. Yeah, man. Talk to you. Bye. All right. There you go. That is uh, Timmy Mayer, an absolute legend. Uh, yeah. What the fuck just happened to my microphone? I'm not, I'm not happy with it. Check, check. Hello, test, test. I don't know. I don't even know what the fuck is going on with my own brain today. Uh, the man, the myth, the striping legend, the one and only Timmy Mayer. Yeah, good luck today. Can you imagine the level of the questions with Ashley today? When she, is she, if she, as she's supervising as Tim is striping, Oh God, I fucking hate the color. It's yellow. Oh, it looks great. 
This is fucking stupid. I'm so fucking bored. This is one minute after she gets there. I think I'm gonna go take a walk. Fuck you. I hate you. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, I'm back. Alright, can I paint? Oh, fuck. Put in a smiley face. <laughs> oh, fucking shit. I love you. This is terrible. Why did I fucking come here? I hate you. This is ter- I hate- This is so much fun. Thanks for thinking about me. Oh my god. <laughs> Kevin writes, Can I wash the machine in the sink? Oh, fucking- I'll just clean it up. Yeah, let me just take the- Take the stripey machine inside of this business and I'll just hose it off right in the office. They don't mind. Oh my god, this fucking sucks. Why am I here? I'm leaving. I'm leaving and I'm leaving you. I'm never gonna talk to you again. <laughs> I love you. Are we going out to dinner tonight? <laughs> it's uh, one minute after the job starts. Are you done yet? Oh fuck. Why am I... Fuck this shit. Let's go do something fun. Like, I don't know. Ride a Ferris wheel. Take a walker. Go to sleep or watch a dog. Fuck you. This sucks. I hate you. This is so good. Thank you for inviting me. Ugh. Never a dull moment. You can just feel the energy. And it's, it's not all good. It's good and stressful and, 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 and bad. And I don't know. It's just, I imagine, see my daughter, Jackie, um, was the biggest pain in the ass that's ever walked the planet ever. But I can only imagine that you as a six-year-old, it's a miracle that everyone who came in contact with you is not dead. And it's a miracle that you're alive too. I can just imagine the level of maintenance. My God, it's fantastic. That's the thing that colors a person's life. I look back at Jackie and huge pain in the ass, but uh, I, I I wouldn't trade it for the world because so many amazing, hilarious moments took place. But uh, look, she even says right there, ah, oh, fucking, I'm the most boring person ever. That is not true. Because every time, no matter where you are, no matter where you are, this question is going to be asked by someone. What the fuck is she doing? What's going on here? What just happened? That happens all the time. Oh my God. Fucking. I, why am I? Jesus. Why did you invite me? Oh, I invited myself. Oh, fuck shit. I hate me. I love me. I love you. I hate pain. Fuck this shit. End your life. Kill yourself. I hate you. Oh, my God. I care so much about you. <sighs> All right. Off and running. Last night, 
Oh my God. We did the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Before that, we did Who Are These Zanes? And we went back to a historic day. We reviewed the very first uh, Free Beer and Hot Wings show, Eric, Greg, Chris, when we signed on in New Jersey. Again, this is how it started the second we signed on. Keg ready and crank up the fry, Daddy. For the Jersey Shore's newest morning show, here's Free Beer and Hot Wings. And a very good morning to you. Yeah! We're on the Jersey Shore. I'm not sure why. Yeah! I did this big scream. I guess I was excited or something. Yeah! You had a lot of easy. I was known for overlapping at this stage in my career <laughs> with this weirdo <laughs> fake ass laugh. <laughs> uh, listening back to it, Ben loves these shows. Ben actually, um, you know, he doesn't think it's bad. I think it fucking sucks. But Ben actually thinks that the work that we did was enjoyable. Um, it may, it just makes me, me cringe, but I, I really, I really do not like hearing myself ever. Okay. Let alone when I was very, very green and just not that good at this. Uh, but we broke this show down. Hey, wait a minute. There was a lot of that. Uh, we were at a stage in our career where we would go out of our way to make fun of each other. And it just seemed kind of um, canned or rehearsed. Hey, wait a second here. That's actually Hot Wings. Hey, wait a minute. Ah. One of the things you'll notice is Hot Wings' uh, energy level is much higher at this stage of the game. I think he was probably... 30, maybe 29, 28 years old. Um, 21 years ago. I think he's, no, I think he's, I think he's like 53 now or 52. So he was in his early 30s. A majestic, fantastic time for us uh, working together. Uh, I talked a lot about um, how we got to Yesterday on this show, I talked a lot about how we got to um, the syndication. I hope you enjoyed that. I had uh, Nick on yesterday on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, who's a who's a radio guy right now, and he um, he said that he he loves hearing the old radio stories. I hope you do too. I hope that's interesting when I like uh, break shit down as to how things happen as best as I can remember, which is usually not that good. But, uh, yes, uh, who are these Zanes, Ben and Eric, uh, all yesterday? Jimmy was an absolute legend. If you know Jimmy from Portland, Maine, was an absolute legend again on the show, on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. It is so worth it to check that show out on the seven-day free trial. And do it with the video option so you can watch the show and see the looks on our faces when Jimmy, uh, I don't know, just acts like Jimmy and he always 
He'll say something that makes us all like, what? And then we'll laugh and we'll love it. But he feels bad. He feels like he's done something wrong. And so he'll start like apologizing. And it's like, no, 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 no. Don't apologize. You all just made, you you just made this that much more ridiculously fun. You, you did a wonderful job. Don't apologize, ding dong. All right. Moving on. More on great food giveaway number four with tampons. Uh, next Thursday, I'll be on TV on Fox 17 at 920 in the morning to talk to trying to get people to be aware that we will be at Irvine's because we want people to show up who are in need. So, you know, um, that's kind of the thing. But what we've encountered in the past is we've never had trouble uh, raising the money, getting the food and uh, getting the volunteers. But where it's always seemed to kind of slow down was getting people to come and get the food. All right. Um, so the idea next Thursday is to be on TV and, and, and to promote that, hey, if you are in need or you know someone who could uh, use this, a, a free meal, um, please show up at Irvine's 3 p.m. on the 21st of December. And I'm telling you that now specifically in case you know someone. So on your end, as you view on the live stream or listen later or watch later, whatever, if you could, on your own social media, with your own circle of friends, do the old, if you could use this or someone you know or love or are acquainted with could use this, please do this. Take advantage of the free food and um, other things that we'll be giving out, the uh, feminine products and the food, the pet food from uh, Grand Rapids um, Pitbull Alliance. And um, be at Irvine's 3 p.m., on the 21st of December, that is Thursday. Now we're, we're kind of really kind of focusing on that now. Um, but uh, I do want to keep this, the financial aspect of it, um, in your brain. It's uh, pretty fantastic. Right now there is $4,259.52 after in our hat. That has been contributed by 38 contributors two of the 38 contributors donated one thousand dollars each so that means that 36 of the contributors donated two thousand two hundred and fifty nine dollars and fifty two cents that is fantastic we love that um three thousand and eighty three dollars and eighty cents will go towards the food christmas hams potatoes corn gravy uh, package of rolls, pumpkin pie. That's 100. All of that times 100. That leaves $1,175.72 towards feminine hygiene products. Uh, that came up because uh, Megan said, you know, we should do that. Let's, let's raise some money for that because that's oftentimes the thing that uh, folks who are less fortunate they have to do without. It's like, oh, my God, I cannot believe that. But, yeah, that's a very real thing. And, you know, we take for granted what we have. I know I do. And uh, don't even think about things like that. So um, yesterday, after the big $1,000 donation that was made by Irvine's, we were shut out. We had zero, zero um, people. That's the first time that's happened since we started this. 
And um, so, you know, and what I've said before is I we are looking for the strength in numbers for the people that listen to the show. For the uh, number of people that actually listen and watch, um, we're looking for, I'm looking for $5, $1, $10, that from everybody. And uh, that is where you can really kick some ass. I mean, it's wonderful to get those um, $20, 50 $100 donations. But what I'm really looking for is the little ones. Okay. Everything is anonymous on the chat. I just posted how you can do that. The Venmo spot, the cash app spot and the PayPal spot, uh, preference on Venmo and cash app. PayPal takes a few dollars out of the donation. So I know I've talked about it every day for the past week and a half, but it's worth mentioning anything we can do to increase the size of the uh, money that we spend on all of these things is uh goes a long way so thank you thank you thank you 100 percent of what you give goes to that all i'm doing is talking about it passing the virtual hat we go we buy the stuff mike ball has his trailer we load it up in his trailer we drive to irvine's we gather as a group we uh give the food out afterwards we go to i guess bosco's is where we're, no we can't go to bosco's are we going to Bosco's? I forget now. I think Maureen, it, it's so far of a drive for some people to go back across to the other side of town. Let's just go to the Beltline Bar again. It's right there. Okay. We're going to go to the Beltline Bar again. The place is great. And then um, we'll have a meal. All right. Kyle says... Instead of giving out hams, why don't we hand out $4,000 in tampons? How does that flow with everyone? Ryan says, let's hope for no tornadoes this time. Uh, When we were there last time, a wicked storm blew through. And though nothing really happened where we were, if you drive down 96 toward Lansing, there's still evidence of a tremendous amount of damage. The trees are all sideways. It looks like a bomb went off there. And that was, um, if you remember, Maureen and Linda were there and they were freaking out and they like drove right into it, I think. Because it, it, it followed like right along 96 and there's fucking damage everywhere. I don't, there were trucks that were blown off the road. Uh, Ryan says, I couldn't even concentrate on having fun. My mom had trees falling down all over her property. Uh, Linda says, we were 15 minutes behind it. So that means you like encountered in the dark of night, all of the shit on the road. I'm surprised you made it home in one piece. Uh, The world famous Dr. Jim Barry is here. He used to be a, well, he's the doctor, but, and he's a doctor of scat. That's what it says. Um, longtime physician, I believe for the athletic teams of the, uh, the Michigan Wolverines. Isn't that right? This good morning. Zane had a moment to pop in today. Dr. Jim Barry is the one who's sending me six boxes 
of tamps and six boxes of pads. That's going to result in a lot of amazing moments of awkwardness when we have to say to the people, uh, okay, can you use any of these? And they'll be like, uh, yeah, pads or tamps. Uh, I nominate ladies pass out tampons. I don't want any dudes at the great food giveaway for with tampons passing out tampons. That is an officially, that is officially a, a, a job for the ladies. Tyler's here. He writes, let's have Saul handing out tampons. Uh, Saul is blind as a bat. He's a furry little blind dude. Stevie and Megan volunteer for team tampon. All right. The job is yours. The job is yours. Uh, Megan is here. Um, yeah, I pointed that out. Ashley, as I said, she says, uh, hey, let's have Timothy pass them out. Um, Tim thought that tampons did not go in the spot where babies come out. He thought that if I'm understanding this correctly, Tim thought that a tampon went where the pee comes out. Now, of all the things about Tim Mayer that I I so love. I mean, there, there's nothing that guy can do wrong in my eyes. It's a real bummer to me that he is he does not know his way around the the female genitalia. I mean, this is uh this is very simple. Okay, it's you got two exit portals, one connected to a bladder, just like you. And the other is the center of life and pleasure where the ding dong goes, where the baby comes out. There's a, you go into the, into the spot where the ding dong goes. And then not long after that, there's a uterus with a a tremendous baby making ability and a, a cervix and connects to fallopian tubes and ovaries. And how do you not know this? This is basic shit. And once a month, all of that materially on the inside of the womb has to be resurfaced. So it's got to come out some way. Thus it's flying out where the baby comes out and it's gross and that's it. You know, we need tampons and you're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Ashley says, oh, he knows his way around it. Just not how it works. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, don't don't make it weird by saying, "Oh, he knows the way his way around it." Don't give me too much information on this show. I'm the only one who can give too much information, and right now I'm just not doing it. There's no point in talking about that right now. We're trying to keep the conversation lively and fun. Yet she then does the opposite and writes, let the record state he's a stud. Fuck, knock it off. 
you asshole. It's like hearing your sister talking about getting poked. Idiot. All right. Um, so that's what's happening with the great food giveaway. Please, if you have not thrown five or ten bucks our way into into our hat, our virtual hat, do it. I mean, what the fuck? It, it, it really is going to go a long way. Help people that are uh, less fortunate. Thank you. Uh, two days ago, the queen of the forest left me. She went to go hang out with the girlfriends. It's the big um, girlfriend Christmas bazaar. They, um, okay. Now, dudes don't do this. Chicks do. All get together, exchange gifts, drink a little wine. And in this case, our pal Stephanie makes this world famous pot pie. It's one of the greatest things I've ever had in my life. It motivates me to want to, uh, make something as extravagant as this. But she really does a hell of a job making this homemade chicken pot pie. And, oh. So, I'm looking forward to Diana coming home with leftovers. With And she did. And I was like, oh, I was so happy. Thank you so much. So, we've been tight with this crew for 20 years. Diana goes, and she asks, she goes, you want to go? Now, normally I would. I love hanging out with these chicks. I mean, honestly, I don't hang out with anybody. But if I do hang out with anybody, it's always girls. I don't hang out with dudes. Very rarely. Like if I go to Berlin, maybe. That's about it. But in general, I don't like hanging out. Okay? But if I do, I want to be hanging out with chicks. Because I just have a better time. I'm very feminine myself. I'm not kidding. So um, I just have a better time. I don't know what it is. She goes, do you want to go? No. I want to stay home. I wish I hadn't. I know where you're all, where all your minds are going because you're a bunch of sick fucks. But it's not like that. Go there. Diana goes there. And they have a good time. Uh, she comes back and she tells me this story. Actually, she told it to me yesterday. And I have uh, visual proof to accompany this story. Um, as they're getting ready to eat, the pot pie is almost done. It's in the oven. Okay. And... Before they get started, the music is a little too loud. And Stephanie wants to turn the... It's one of those bows, whatever the hell. Yeah, the remote's right there, she says. The other ladies can't find the remote. I always keep it right there. Okay, well, it's not here. Well, so they start you know digging in the couch for it. They're looking around. They're looking everywhere for it. And... um. Several minutes pass. Pot pie is now done. The timer is going off. They've given up the search for the remote. I have. Then they found the remote. Well, Stephanie found the remote. Stephanie 
put the remote on the baking pan. And then when she was making the pie, she put the baking pan with the pot pie and the remote in the oven. This is a perfectly baked pot pie and a perfectly baked remote. She baked the fucking remote. Wow. That is uh that is a unbelievable level of of a fail there. Jesus. And nothing, you didn't smell anything? You didn't smell that baking? Oh, so many questions there. This is this is absolutely fantastic. That's what Ryan says. How in the in the same fuck? How in the Sam fuck did one not smell burning batteries, silicone, and plastic? Fresh remote right from the oven. I prefer my remote sautéed and topped with caramelized onions. Stevie asks, how high was she? Exactly. I don't know. I don't know if any of these people smoke pot. I have no idea. Ryan says, I imagine the cancer perfectly baked into that delicious pot pie without a doubt. Holy shit. That is great. Thank you. Uh, You see, that's the type of thing you can't. This is why you you go to these things. If I, I should have gone. All right. Something fantastic is going to happen. I should not have sidestepped it. I should have gone. It was on Wednesday. I had, I had next time, even if I don't want to go, I'm going to go. I need to be in the presence of something as glorious as this when it actually happens. Otherwise it makes easy a dull boy, but what a wonderful thing that is. She destroyed the remote. Oh my God. All right. Thank you to those folks who are enjoying the show right now on uh, Facebook what the hell did I just do on uh, Facebook X or uh, YouTube? I appreciate you so much. The show is about to go dark for you, though. In its entirety, you can get it on Twitch. Download the Twitch app. And then just search Eric Zane Live, all one word. And there I am. The show continues. And uh, going forward, follow me on Twitch, and then you'll know when I go live, and then you don't have to worry about it getting interrupted, okay? Follow me, subscribe to the channel, and uh, there you go. You can subscribe for free by linking up your Amazon Prime account, and then you get no commercials from our friends at Amazon. Uh, The audio podcast happens right after I finish this up. The audio becomes the podcast, and you can get it wherever you download shows. I prefer Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, rate, and review if you would on Apple Podcasts. Patreon, of course, I mentioned earlier, it's free for seven days. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane, which features Who Are These Zanes, where I review really, really old material from the past on your old pal EZ with my pal Ben Glaze. We do Who Are These Free Beers, where we um, review current shows of the Free Beer and Hot Wings show. Um. 
because it's such a target-rich environment. I I keep getting asked that question, uh, why have you not gotten over this? And it's like, no, 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 I, I have. I'm, I'm, I'm using this. I, I make money off of this show. And it's uh, incredibly easy to do because of the pile of shit that that is. So the only reason why this started was because of the rich market uh, market of people who are disgruntled with that, with that show. Case in point, go to that show's subreddit and lurk around there, and you'll see what I mean of the common complaints uh, of that show. There are thousands of people on their subreddit who hate that show. So based on all of that, uh, the disgruntled nature of the commentaries on there, who are these free beers was born, and thank God. It is great fun. You can get, uh, we now have, I believe, 10 or 11 episodes of Who Are These Free Beers? And you can check them out on Patreon for free. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I'm going to kick you all out, though. Facebook X and uh, YouTube, thank you. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. X brought to you by Blue Frost IT. As I said, I am in the Impact Power Sports Studio. And if you ever want to reach me on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox, oh my God, uh, drop me an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com. Zaner! Oh, hey, Zaner. Hey, how are you? Yeah, Ash and I are going to go stripe. She going to run the equipment? Oh, no way. Eh? Uh, we're just going to get some Timmy Hortons ahead of time. Maybe some Tin Bits and some Joel. And then she's going to, like, supervise, eh? It's uh, no biggie. No doubt about it. We're going to have a fun, eventful day uh, with Ash there. Oh, but hey, you know, so glad you called there, eh? Uh, I'll be talking to you down the road, eh? Have a good one. Bye-bye. Um, all right. I have uh, something new that I'm going to be starting in a couple of weeks. There is a uh, local dude named Kevin Brandis, who is a young entrepreneur. When I say young, he's anybody's younger than me, but he's in his 30s. And um, he started a new startup called Vouch. And it is a way for other startup companies to get marketing and advertising for their products. Uh, case in point, he has a company that makes amazing coffee. He has a company that makes a um, uh, oral care product, like a fucking toothbrush or some shit. I don't know. I'm figuring that out. We're getting there. Um, and he partners with people like me to get the word out about the products. Hey, all right, Vouch. Here's the latest from Vouch. Uh, so-and-so coffee, so-and-so oral care, so-and-so tires, so-and-so coffee mugs, so-and-so lawn care, that type of shit. And it's um, it's a, like directly where you buy the products if you need those products. And what you spend, a small of that, a small bit of that goes directly into my pocket. 
So it's a way for people who couldn't afford marketing, can afford the marketing. And when you buy the product, um, you get the product. Their name gets out there. They get the money that you're spending. And I get a little bit of that money too. So if you support the show, you support the products on Vouch. I'm going to interview this guy, Kevin, next week. So you can hear how this all started. It's really kind of neat. And how he convinced me to partner with him. And how you can take part in what it is that uh, Vouch, my Vouch clients on the Eric Zane Show podcast. I'm just reminding you of that because that's like a business thing. Or I'm just telling you about that now for the first time. Because I oftentimes share these things with you so that you can, if if you want to support, you can. Joe Martinez says Amway. No, not exactly. This isn't a pyramid scheme. <laughs> but I, it, it sounded kind of like it, admittedly. Uh, Joe Martinez. Uh, Joe, you know what I've noticed is um, some of the audience members have actually um, like blocked you on the chat. Which that's not good. You don't you don't want that. Um, like Stevie, I think has blocked you, and I'm pretty sure Linda has blocked you, and there may be more that have blocked you. And the reason why I say that's not good is because at the end of the day, you're still the crown prince of heating and cooling. So if you've annoyed these people, they may be less likely to have you into their home to repair the AC or the furnace. So I don't know. I mean, I don't care. I love it that you, you know, are the annoying Michigan fan. It, it, it makes me laugh. However, uh, uh, Linda says, nope, I haven't blocked. I enjoy seeing the stupidity. She's calling you stupid. But I don't know, Joe. I mean, is that, he says that's fine. Okay. As long as you, I'm just letting you know, I don't want, I'm not blocking you. Aram says Michigan football is apparently more important. Joe doesn't want to go into any home that isn't a Michigan fan, apparently. Kyle says, Joe Martinez, do you charge additional if someone has Michigan State or Ohio State in their home? That's a great question. Joe says, when they need something, I'll block them. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking great. All right. Where was I'm going to bring in Rick from TC Paintball in just a second here. See what he has to say. He's always got something great to say. Come on now. Uh, Thank you to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. ERVines.com. That's ERVines.com. Go there and check out the amazing list of outstanding Google reviews that they have received over the years for their outstanding five-star service. If you need more information about what they do or you want to book an appointment, To get something taken care on your ride, call them at 616-532-6600. That's 616-532-6600. They are located just off of 44th Street in uh, beautiful Grand Rapids, Michigan. 
three blocks east of 131. Side street called Stafford. They are, they are right down there. That's where the great food giveaway number four with tampons is going to take place. Thank you. Uh, we talked about Joe Martinez. Call him for anything heating and cooling. 616-516-8579. Longtime Michigan fan. Um, and still offering a free furnace tune-up. That's right. Something you see advertised for $79 normally from him, usually $99 or $109 from all the other idiots in town. Uh, he is offering for free until December 31. He's teamed up with DTE Energy. For this, call to book 616-516-8579, 616-516-8579 today. You're in the market for a mortgage. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. From anywhere in the U.S., they can help you, whether it's your first mortgage, your 10th, or you just want to get money out of your home. The uh, built-up equity to pay for, I don't know, Christmas presents, maybe a new furnace, whatever it is. Uh, they can help you at the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231 231- 332-6505, NMLS number 3035. Call Mario whenever you are thinking about getting pre-approved for a mortgage. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device. All right. Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay in that app. And oh my God, this is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door, they punch it in, the door unlocks, in they go. And, of course, it's a video camera, so it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap, okay? You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official.com slash video lock. Let's get this legend on the phone. Legend of fun. Fun peddler. Yeah! <laughs> oh, how about that? How about that earlier? Yeah! I love the cringe every time you play it. Oh. It's like it's like being a glutton for punishment. It's very difficult for me. Sometimes I wonder what I was thinking when I would do those things, but whatever. I guess it all led to uh let it's uh, actually led to where I am right now, which is alone in my attic. 
Well, that's exactly right. There's been some ups and downs. There sure has. There sure has. It's been the it's been the color of my life. But who among, who among us can't say that though, right? Exactly. That's the attitude you have to have. To me, if you don't if you don't have those those dust up moments, you don't have great stories later in life. My brother, who is no longer with us, used to say to me, "What are you gonna do? Laugh about it or cry about it?" Oh, that's fantastic. And I I think what you do is you cry about it first, and then you laugh about it, like later. Well, you have to, all depending on what it is. I mean, you got to feel sorry for yourself or have that moment of reflection, like why in the fuck did you do that? And then you you move forward. You got to march forward and figure it out. Oh yeah, yeah, big time. I mean, I I, I can think of. Uh, uh, it, it, uh, in particular, when it comes to like raising kids, how many times there's been a moment where in the moment you're either furious or you're really embarrassed or you're shocked that, or you, that your kid just did that. And you think it, at, at that moment, it's the absolute end of the world. But then when you look back on it, however long later, it, I mean, it, it varies how long it takes to get over it. You actually laugh about it. I'm uh, I'm quick with him on my emotions sometimes. Sometimes I get pissed and and have diarrhea of the mouth a little bit and just let it kind of let it run. But if you know, the older I get, the better I am at thinking. You know what? No matter what the situation is, it could be worse. You know, I have my health, I have my family, I have a lot of things. No matter what shitty thing going on in my life, it could be worse. Yeah, I think if it's outside of um, legal issues or. Um, someone got hurt or worse it's all it's all going to be laughed about later you know unless if there's a chance that you've broken the law and you're going to be punished or you uh, crashed into somebody because you were drunk or some shit like that everything is worthless is like you got it i that has been my mo for extended time now um trying to just kind of laugh it off well, yeah, we've lived through so many, and you get to a point where it's like, man, you look back, you know that you overreacted. Maybe you damaged a relationship, or maybe you really showed your ass to a group of people, and then you're like, eh, I can't go back and change it. Now I just got to march forward, and you know, <laughs> next time up to those same crossroads, I got I to gotta choose the right path. I felt like you were talking to me directly when you used that example. What? <laughs> <laughs> I felt like that was your way of saying, what the fuck? You always do that. Well, yours is just out there. I mean, we're all very aware of your, you know, mistakes or or uh, um, foot and mouth moments that you've had in the past. We've all had them. It's just that yours are out there and we're paying attention to what's going on in your life. So, you know, you kind of, you got the spotlight on you. That's right. I can't think of, I mean, I wouldn't, there's no way I could ever know when you have actually done something like that. The Rick I know is just minister of fun at TC Paintball, who has a verbosity and an ease to speak, which is a positive in my eyes. I have not seen Rick misstep. Can you, has that happened in the last month? You don't have to give exact details. Have you misstepped in the last month? Um, yeah, I probably have. I uh, when I play, I'm ultra competitive, um, and I I just I don't like dealing with bullshit. So I get I get my bullshit meter um, or capacity, I guess my bullshit capacity um, uh, tops out pretty easily, and then I just I let it go. And then once once I let it go, ten minutes or half hour later, I'm thinking, man, that was that was probably too much. Okay, yeah, that's I I do the same exact thing. 
And that's that's the thing that I've worked on. My wife has been like, okay, size of the problems. She always says size of the problem, size of the problem. Try try to breathe, breathe. Um, did you hear the saga about the coffee maker with your old pal EZ? Oh, the one uh, your wife asked for it, and then all of a sudden she had it in her trunk? Correct. Yeah, that would have pissed me off too, but that, that's one of those. Where if you look back in the big picture, it doesn't really matter. It's going to be one of those things that you laugh about down the road. Yeah. But right now, Oma, you spent your time doing it. You know, maybe put some other other task or chores off to go get it or to make it happen. And then all of a sudden, that was off or not. That would definitely piss me off, too. But you know what's funny is I didn't lose it. I just stood there and looked and blinked. I didn't say shit, which is I think I'm getting it, Rick. Well, that, that's maturity, right? And that's <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, 10, 15 years ago, I would have reacted different, but I'm a little bit better off. I, you know, I'm better off than I used to be. There's no doubt about it. I'm a 50-year-old man doing what a 50-year-old man should. Oh. But when I, was a 30, when I was a 30-year-old man, I was much quicker to the emotion and much quicker to be pissed. I am better. I just don't think I'm as mature as I should be at 50 years old. Yeah. If that was that long ago for me, I would have done something like yelled at her in the driveway and like made her take it back or something really rude and obnoxious like that. Right. And then, boy, thank God. I I mean, I, that's, that's seriously, that probably would have happened. That type of stupid overreaction. But as yeah, it dude. is, you know, it's, that's not the case. We're fine. And uh, it's just a hilarious story now. You got Pooh Bear points to worry about. Exactly. And at the end of the day, this is all we have to worry about, Pooh Bear points. And uh, do you have uh, crystal points? Um, yeah, we don't. Uh, I guess we don't, like, identify them like you guys do, but there's definitely, you know, you know, doing well or not doing well, and that, uh, you know, uh, manifests in different ways based on what else is going on in the world. Have you noticed how it's uh, it's harder to get crystal points, but it's very easy once you acquire them to lose them? Holy shit! Isn't that the truth? There's something that changes, uh, you know, for the worse as you go on. Yeah, that's a it's a it's a different it's an interesting scale. It's kind of like gas prices. You know how it takes forever for them to drop, but then in an instant they can rise forty cents. That, uh, that's a pretty good analogy. Yeah, that's 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 what it is with Pooh Bear points. You fuck that shit up and you're down to zero just like that. I took a class one time. I used to work at a Highland Appliance or Highland Superstores, if you remember that. I do. And there was a customer service class that I took when I was like 18 years old. And the thing that stuck with me about that little class that I took was a happy customer spe- uh, uh, tells two people and an unhappy customer tells six people. So for everybody you piss off, you've got you've got to make so many more people happy. Oh, that's, that's right. You know, that, that kind of like explains my Facebook because when I act like an asshole on there, I get a precipitous drop in people that are following the page. And then if I give away a kidney, I get one person to follow. Do you, do you wonder when you get those drops, when you see those people exit, do you think after it happens, how close were, or how many more are super close to exiting that they're just waiting for the next thing to happen? Oh yeah, absolutely. And then th- that's why you have to space those moments out. You know, you got a, a, a slow burn as opposed to going nuclear. There is a method to the madness. Well, it's always two steps forward, one step back. You just don't want that one step back to be too big of a step back or to happen too often. Right, right. At the end of the day, at 53 years old, 
I'm just in the shit all the time. That's that's basically what it is. There, there's there's no in between. It's not like it's always there's always something shitty happening. There's always somebody pissed off. Like I made a post the other day, and um and this this annoyed the shit out of me because I um uh, I I was giving away tickets to the Grand Rapids Gold, and but it actually did work out because somebody then insulted the Grand Rapids Gold, and I'm like, God damn it, that makes me unhappy. This is a sponsor of my show. Um, I don't, I mean, and I, I kept it above board when they, they said something insulting about the basketball team. Now I wanted to tell the guy to go fuck himself, but then I know that it's going to blow up even worse and it's going to make me even look even worse. So I have to kind of finesse it. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah. I basically just explained, no, that's not true at all. It's not a high school team. It's uh, they can help contribute to the Denver Nuggets champion. I mean, whatever I'm saying. And then, God damn it, I get so pissed off. I just want to go and strangle the son of a bitch. But I can't. And for, for a change, I didn't, like, lash out. Well, yeah, but what you're worried about is is that sponsor looking at you going, man, we don't want to give this guy money. You know, the people that follow him are dickheads. But I think what they all realize now is social media is full of dickheads. And really, you know, they say the most. You know, people that are just content and happy and are okay with you, you know, talking about the gold, those people don't say very much. You know, they're the happy customers. You know, they don't say yeah. fucking yeah. bullshit. There's so many people that are dickheads out there that I think that companies like that realize that if you put something on social media, you know, you're going to get a lot of dickheads opinion. That's just the way that it is. Yeah, that has really, really been a... Uh, can you imagine what life is like without any of that? I mean, we actually live that. You, like our kids, they cannot relate to life with no instantaneous feedback like that. It's when we think back to how we gathered our information in 1970, whatever, it's remarkable because we had to rely on a newspaper. Yeah, we had to rely on a newspaper and, you know, the, the, the news didn't come until a day or a few days later. You know, instantaneous is, it's nuts because think about this. Think about when you used to have before cell phones and we had like three phone numbers for every person that we knew. We had their, you know, their house number, their work number, their girlfriend's number, whatever. You know, when you would couldn't find somebody or didn't know where they were, you called, maybe you left a message or you knew that the caller ID was going to let them know that you called. And then you didn't worry about it for a little while. You know that there's life going on. Right. But now have phones in our pocket all the time and if you send a text and that person doesn't get back right away think about what that does to you internally you're like what the fuck's going on are they ignoring me or pissed off at me did i say the wrong thing you second guess everything you do right because you're anticipating that instant response and when it doesn't come you know my wife gets mad at me she's like i couldn't get a hold of you i'm like so what you know i was mowing the grass or i was doing this or doing that so what exactly Right. And, and years ago, it would have been no big deal at all. But now, and I do it myself. Now, if it's five or 10 minutes, you're like, what the hell's going on? The world's ending. Rick, totally different topic. I know you're a fan of history. And yesterday was the 82nd anniversary of Japan bombing Pearl Harbor. I'm sure you are aware of that as uh, you, you like following history. Um, I do. And I, I have a, a feature that I'm going to play when we get off the phone. The story of Ira Schaub. Schaub is 103 right now. He was there. There's only six people in the world right now like Ira Schaub to, that was there serving at Pearl Harbor. He was a sailor on the USS Dobbin. So this, 
Yeah, this motherfucker like shot down Japanese planes. Wow. Yes. He uh he wasn't even um uh trained on an anti-aircraft uh on any anti-aircraft weaponry, but he got behind one of those guns on the Dobbin and just started spraying the air and brought down two uh Japanese fighters that crashed into the water. And he lived and he uh he goes back there from time to time, and you would not believe the wits that this guy has at us at 103. He sounds clear as a bell for the most part when he's talking. No kidding. Yeah, pretty pretty. Never heard of that guy? That's super interesting. I just discovered it, you know, and I've been silly and making jokes about veterans how they got to stop telling us who they are with their hats and shit like that. But he he actually wears a hat that says Pearl Harbor Survivor. That one I'm okay with. Yeah. Holy shit, he earned that. Yes. So I know you'll appreciate that. I'll get to that as we wrap up. But That's awesome. Yeah, I'm really interested. I might actually listen to the end of the show now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rick, do you, are you confident in the Lions? Yes. What did you think about the New Orleans game, how they kicked ass and then they let them back into the game? Well, I wasn't able to watch it because I was running a tournament. So when I'm running a tournament, I'm starting all the games. I'm I'm doing the scores and all that. So I had I had other players there that were kind of keeping me up to date on what the score was. So when it was 21 nothing, I was like, fuck yeah. A fast start, that's exactly what we needed. And then, you know, when uh, New Orleans kind of creeped back into it, you know, made it a, I mean, it was a five-point win, but I think it was, it was right around a four or five-point lead yeah. uh, for a while. I was like, son of a, I mean, that's one play away. That's one play away. And if you lose that game in New Orleans, you know, I'm, I'm having different thoughts right now. But, you know, it comes down to if you're able to, to close out on those on those uh, close games, that's important. And we're, you know, 9-3 right now. Um, not the best team in the league, but that doesn't necessarily matter. you got to right. be hot at the That can change quickly. Right now, San Francisco is. And at one point in the year, they had lost three in a row. Yeah, yeah. And they were questioning Brock Purdy. And now they're saying, oh, he's the best quarterback. Yeah, ever yeah. All right. Five yards. Okay, I, I actually needed to hear you say that. Uh, that's all very, very good. Now, if they they need to go into Chicago and just jail sex them, it needs yes. to be like fifty to nothing in the first quarter, and then uh, and no looking back. That's that's what needs to happen because then their final four games: two with the Vikes, one with Denver, one with Dallas. Yeah, I want to see a, a couple things. I want to see. I want to see them not play down to the level of competition that they're playing. You know, and they have a habit of doing that, letting a, uh, you know, a marginal uh, uh, talent really go crazy on them. You know, the, the rule of thumb in fantasy football is if you've got somebody playing against the Lions, you play them because they're going to have their best their best week ever. Um, you know, I want to stop seeing that with them letting letting teams back in or just kind of playing down to that level. Um, and I also want to I want to stop seeing, and this kind of happens a lot in the NFL, there is some parity there, but when a team jumps out, the yeah. other team's back they, they just the, the games are long you know the 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 play calling changes a little bit again let's get a little bit more conservative and they they don't feel like they need to score some points i want to see that 50 to nothing lead yeah i want to get the lead where they're up 27 nothing and they're not satisfied with that and they're still going for the throat you know they're going for some fourth and ones in the right territory and things like that i want to see that happen because i want to see some um you know some bloodlust i want right. to see some uh, put people away yeah absolutely um, it, the, the weather's going to be fairly good uh, for the next day and a half, at least maybe two days. Will you be outside at TC paintball? We put the airball field away for the year. Um, but we will have a play going on in the village. You know, the village is nice because it's, you don't have to do anything to it. You just yeah. go out there and you, so, so it's nice enough. The, the ground's dry and uh, yeah, we'll definitely be playing outside this weekend. TC paintball, 
You're a legend. I appreciate you, and I'll talk to you soon. January 21st, is that right? That is January 21. I'm sorry. I forgot about that. Uh, Paintball War number 23. We got to come up with a name for it. And, uh, yeah, that is a Sunday pizza party beforehand from B.C., and then, uh, yeah, we, we start. So um, the usual suspects, for sure, reach out to me, eric at ericsaintshow.com. And new people, too. I'm trying to get Timmy Mayer to come to this thing. So uh, yeah, Everybody's try. Very rarely does anybody play and then think to themselves, you know what, I'm not going to play anymore. It sucks. Everyone's like, wow, this is a good time. Um, you know, nobody likes to get shot, but it's not that bad. It goes away in a second or two. It does. So, uh, Give it a shot. Just come out and uh, and watch us play if you're kind of apprehensive about it. I think once you get here, uh, you're going to be inter- more interested than you think you're going to be. All right, buddy. I appreciate you. Talk to you soon. See ya. There you go. That's Rick from TC Paintball. Very cool. All right. I, I sometimes turn to him for uh, keep me from panicking again about the Lions. Aram says, can we try again to get Diana's side of the coffee maker story? Eric taught us that we need to hear both sides. That is true. I'll reach out to her right now. Perhaps we can get her on. Hello, dot, dot, dot. If you get a second, comma, call me on the show, period. I know you are working but it'll take two minutes, period. We need your input on something, period. Nothing major, all funny and good. All right. There you go. I, I, I want you to hear this. I, I'm anxious to find out what she says. If she tries to fabricate something. In case she calls back, let me give you how this went out, went down in my world. On her list, Keurig. It didn't say what specific kind of Keurig coffee maker. It just said a Keurig coffee maker. Now they change how they look all the time. They're constantly updating. Like if you've had, if you have one that's two or three years old, you can't get that one anymore because they've made changes. So I look and on Amazon and I see Keurig coffee maker and um, I zoom in. It looks reasonably exactly like the one we have right now. Um, uh, Aesthetically different, but it has all the features and I buy it and it arrives and I check it off the list. She opens up the trunk three days later. There's a new Keurig. She goes, oh, Kevin bought this for us. And I go, what's up? She goes, yeah, he wanted to buy a Christmas gift for us. So this is what he bought. I saw it on sale, so I bought it. And I go, oh, okay. Did you buy me one? I go, well, you know, it's one of those things. I'm trying not to overreact. And I didn't. I didn't overreact. I was annoyed and she knew it, but I didn't like, you know, call her a fucking asshole or anything. And she goes, well, let me see the one you bought. So I, uh, I showed her the picture on my phone. 
She goes, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't want that one. <laughs> I go, uh, okay. Which it just seemed a little harsh. I go, oh, okay, so. She goes, yeah, I'm, I'm going to use this one. This is the one we're going to keep right here. This one, right here. We can use that one, the one you bought. Uh, we can use one you bought for the camper. She says she's on a bus for the field trip. Bullshit. Oh yeah, the 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 bus is perfect. Not when I'm surrounded by kids. Oh, it's, it's totally cool. Unless unless you're gonna get in trouble. No, think so. No. Oh, good. Well. So the audience wants to hear your side of the story on the coffee maker. So to be fair, I wanted you to explain what happened. Yes. Well, I will admit it was partially my fault, but I figured that that would be like one of the last things you'd get me in that. Cause usually you do this. You'd be like, so what kind do you want or what does it look like or whatever? So when I was at Costco, I saw that it was on sale. The one I actually wanted, the one that I've been, I have, I have been wanting. So I just got it. I said, better just be a gift from Kevin. So I just got it, and then you got all mad at me. And then wait a minute, hold on. Said, can you can you explain how I got all mad at you? Because I've been telling every, I've been telling everybody that I was uh, that I did not overreact. No, you did not overreact at all. But you're like, uh, oh dear. And then you're like, you shouldn't buy things unless. You ask first or something. I can't remember exactly what you said. And then I'm like, well, this is the one I want. We go, well, let me show you the one I bought. And I, you showed it to me, and it looked like it was like a mini express one like that would be perfect for our camper, not for everyday use. Um, all right. Now, that's all what I've said. I was I needed to get your side of the story. So now on the list, when you put your list on of things you want, all it said was new curing, right? Yes, it did. It didn't like say the specific. <laughs> it did it did not, but I just figured my mistake. I just figured that whoever was gonna get it for me in all honesty, I didn't think anybody was gonna get it for me. I thought they'd get me something else on the list more more so than that. I thought that would be like the last thing. For somebody to get me, but anyway, I thought if somebody does get it for me, they'll ask like, "Well, is there a certain one you want? Do you want the same one you have now?" I think I think the key word you said there when you were talking were the two words, "my mistake." Yeah. <laughs> but I have mine all set up now, and it works nice. Oh, I know. It's uh, it's it's perfect. It's perfect. It is. It heats up very quickly. Now, you have to wait twenty-seven minutes for it to heat up. Now, uh, um, you you're, you said that um, all you saw was a, a phone picture of the one I bought you. How, are you 100% sure that mine is garbage? It's not garbage. It's just not one for, like, a everyday use. It's going to be, well, it would be perfect for, like, our camper. It's, like, the size of the one we have in our camper now. Well, I know, but it is good for everyday use. It's fine. No, I don't want them that small. Um, and it doesn't, and it doesn't have all the buttons. Like the one I have, it has, you can do an eight ounce, 10 ounce, 12 ounce. You can do ice okay. coffee. You can, you can, um, you can mm -hmm. determine how hot you want it, how strong you want it. Yeah. I, I can't tell you whether or not mine has that. The one I got yeah, you, it, I it, it, it may, it may, I can't, I can't say you, you seem to know. Yeah. I don't think it does. Uh, Aram wrote. Uh, Diana, Eric did not tell us how shitty the model was that he bought. 
yeah, I will bet. I would bet you a lot. Of, I bet you ten dollars that it doesn't have all those other functions like cold brew, how strong you want it, how hot, how hot you want it. All right, uh, Ryan says it's already in use. Not waiting till Christmas, and then he said, "Nice." No, not waiting till Christmas. Okay. The other one looks like it's growing bacteria. All right. Um, that's it. I just wanted to get your side of the story. Okay, we're headed to the field trip. If you um, if you could uh, say how many Pooh Bear points I have. One quarter, one half, three quarters are full. What would you say? Oh, wait, no, you're full. All right, good. Yeah. All right, thank you. Okay, honey. Okay, bye. I'll talk to you later, bye. All right. So what I said is exactly what I said. I, I have accurately portrayed everything here. Now, Aram, who is a troublemaker, he writes, not for everyday use equals garbage. Now he says, I think my opinion is moving closer to impartial. I don't know how that's even possible. All I did was what I was instructed. Here's Pooh Bear's Christmas list. New Keurig. I get New Keurig. Two days later, she has her own New Keurig. Okay. That is, that's what this is all about. This is about... Her uh, sub subterfuge on her own Christmas list. You cannot tell someone that's the that's the crux of all of this. It doesn't matter the the style I got. Even if she opened it and was like, "Oh no, this one isn't right," she could then take it back and get the one she wants. The point of all of this is putting this item on the list. And then without telling anyone, buying the item on the list. That's what this is all about. Now, it's going to work out. So who cares? But you, asshole, trying to make it seem like I did something wrong is a pile of horse shit. There. What do you think of that? Stevie's right. She says, that's not how gift lists work, Diana. Thank you. Um, then there's this. I talked to you about how I bought her the um, Lululemon crossbody. It's a purse that kind of hangs over like a, like a safety belt. That's what she wanted. I got it. I said to Jackie, I go, hey, what color does she want? She goes, oh, she wants the silver one or whatever. Okay, great. I get the thing. One minute later, hey, did you buy that yet? Yes. She goes, oh. can I buy that off of you and you buy the mini Uggs? Because the mini Uggs are $150 and the crossbody is $85. And I agreed. The mini Uggs are, you're right, not available. I then, I agreed to it. And then I went to go buy the mini Uggs yesterday. And they're back ordered. She won't get them till like the end of January. Fuck me. You know, everything that has happened so far in this has been a disaster. 
That is now two gifts in a row. First, it was the coffee maker, then the Lululemon crossbody, and now the Uggs. So three things. Three things. Ryan says you keep getting the raw end of the deal. Exactly. So I don't know what to do. I said to Diana, I, or I said to Jackie, I go, I can either get the Uggs and just say they're back-ordered. Chris writes, bah, ha, ha, twice the price and back-ordered. She knew what she was doing. Yeah, I'm a schlep. I can either get the Uggs back-ordered. You get, hey, here you go. Like, open up the box. There's like a picture of Uggs. Or buy the shitty knockoff ones. But I'm telling you, if I buy the shitty knockoff one, uh, ones, fresh off of buying the wrong Keurig, which wasn't my fault, I mean, yeah, I run a real risk of looking like a bigger dick than I already do. Kyle says, you know, you could say, quote, see this roof over your head, food in your belly, and warm house you're in? There's your gift. I don't know if that's going to work. Thank you to Nate. He writes, you should never run out of Pooh Bear points. Your effort for the perfect gift has been above and beyond. Well, I appreciate that. It's the least I could do. I was talking with Rick about the uh, the old timer who survived the attack on Pearl Harbor. One of six alive today. His name is Ira Schaub. Can't wait to play this for you. I don't even think there's anything funny in it. You know, I played it the first time for myself. I was like, oh, I don't think there's anything I can joke about there. There might be. You know me. Moving on. Thank you to King's Room Barbershop. Three locations in West Michigan. Northland Drive, Caledonia, and at 821 36th Street, Southwest in Wyoming, Michigan. A fantastic place to get your hair cut. Haircuts for dudes or a lady who likes short hair. That's a thing. I was talking with Andy about that, who cuts my hair, Andy Skyver. One half of the ownership team. 49% owner. Lovely wife, Colleen, at 51%. He goes, I just love women with short hair. I just love cutting short hair on women, and I love short hair on women. His wife has long hair. He goes, I'm just waiting for the day when she says she wants short hair. Because that's his favorite thing in the world. So I think Andy might even be a fan of the Krantz. I No, there's no way. Andy has good taste. He would not... If the Krantz walked in and, and said, hey, I want my hair cut like this, he'd probably kick her out. He says, no, we don't, we don't do that. The Krantz is a Karen haircut with a little bit more white trash and oiled down with vag juice. Um, that is a Krantz. Your own vag juice. You have to, you know, like when they put pomade or gel in it, you have to put the uh, person getting their hair cut, their own vag juice in to style it. That is a Krantz. Like a Karen, but 
more white trash. Anyway, uh, I get my hair cut at the King's Room Barbershop, and you should too. So does Kevin Kuyper. I forget. Am I saying Kuypers or Kuyper? I think it's Kuyper. Right? No, it's Kuypers. It's Kuypers. Um, I think Tyler gets his hair cut there too. I'm not sure. Anyway, kingsroom.net for exact locations, schedules, and pricing. For your old pal EZ, it's a, a haircut's 19 bucks plus, plus tip. I always give 10 more. For me, a haircut costs 29 You give what you want. Um, but they are awesome. They're King's Room Barbershop. Love them so much. Go get your haircut there. Tonight is the night for the Grand Rapids Gold. Pooh Bear, um, our friend Sherry and Jacqueline and Justin are going to be at the Grand Rapids Gold game. It's college night. That means broke college students uh, are going to be packing the place because tickets are five bucks. That's right. You and your family, hopefully you don't sit by a bunch of college bros, can get in for just five bucks a pop to the Grand Rapids Gold tonight. There is not a bad seat at Van Andel Arena. All the seats are like on top of the court. So you can get a $5 seat in the upper bowl uh, for you and your family. And hot dogs are two bucks. Beers are two bucks. And get ready for a unbelievably fun time with the Grand Rapids Gold tonight. Get tickets at grandrapidsgold.com. Pop down and say hi to me. I'm courtside right at center court on Media Row there. And I would love to talk to you. I saw Rebecca the other day and her handsome devil husband. They got together last week and said, I'm going to go see the basketball game. And that was the first game that they won all year. It was the, it was the Flint Tropics night. It was a lot of fun. You'll love the G League basketball games tonight uh, as the Grand Rapids Gold are in action. $2 beers, $2 dogs, $5 and $12 tickets. $12 lower bowl, $5 upper bowl. Uh, great discount. Awesome fun. Uh, new sponsor this week, Impact Power Sports. This studio is sponsored by them, the Impact Power Sports Studio. They are in Rockford, Michigan. Uh, they have all that fun shit that people who love life buy. Um, tricked out golf carts made by the number one golf cart manufacturer in the world, Yamaha. I guess that's a thing. People buy golf carts, you know, to tool around their property. Maybe um, uh, they live on a golf course. They want to trick it out. Something like that. Impact Power Sports is the newest dealer in the state of Michigan for Yamaha golf carts. You can also, of course, get uh, side-by-sides, UTVs, um, ATVs, motorcycles, electric bikes, trailers, scooters. Those three-wheel cars you see from time to time with some dickhead Riding down the street, you can get all that stuff at Impact Power Sports. Go to their website, impactpowersportsmi.com for more information. Impactpowersportsmi.com. All right. Chris says, I got to get my hair cut today. King's Room Barbershop. Do it. Mention EZ, please. If, if Andy or Colleen cut your hair, they are the owners. If it's anybody else, say, hey, 
EZ sent me. Please tell Andy and Colleen that um, I came in. EZ sent me. All right. The guy on the right is uh, Ira Schaub. 103 years old. Survived the attack on Pearl Harbor. Audio check. Video check. Let's begin. How about Miller and Craig? Miller is trumpet and Craig is uh, baritone. Um, looks like daughter is quizzing Ira. I think by about some of his fellow um, uh, members in the Navy. YTT. That was the year we were... We arrived in uh, in Pearl, yep. 1940. He he arrived. Shab watched the USS Utah capsize and Japanese planes in the air. He was part of a chain of sailors feeding shells to an anti-aircraft gun on his ship. What what month did you arrive in, in 1940? Uh, Shab watched the USS Utah capsize and Japanese planes in the air. I uh, already read that. Okay. Yeah, was, we were pretty startled. It just, uh, <clears throat> Say pretty startled, startled and scared to death. Uh, that was tough to understand, but he said something about being scared to death. All in the same breath. How do you say? <laughs> we didn't know what to expect, and we knew that if anything happened to us, that would be it. You know, and it's, it's kind of a funny way to describe it, but I can't think of any other. Scared stiff. Scared stiff. Shaw plans return to Pearl Harbor to commemorate the 82nd anniversary. He'll be one of just six survivors expected to attend. There he is. We can study, we can research, we can find those first-hand accounts, and we can share very solid and factual information. But those that experienced it, their stories and the reality of their feelings and their impressions just bring a certain power and element of the real human touch. And, and with that, just a deeper connection to those stories. I'm just mighty grateful that I'm still here. That's really how it feels. Grateful. Wow. Still here and be able to bring those memories to the people who are here and were not there then. I was reading um, a little bit about Pearl Harbor uh, yesterday. I always pick up something interesting, but um, Japan at the time wanted to um, take over all of the Pacific. And they had a plan branching out from Japan with all these islands, island hopping and taking them over one at a time. Um, and they knew that the U.S. was opposed to them doing that. And so that was uh, one of the reasons, there were others, as to why they attacked. Because they knew that the U.S. fleet stationed there would then say, all right, that's enough. So they had to, like, take care of that. It just so happens that three or four of the carriers, the aircraft carriers that they wanted to destroy, 
Because I think they only sank like two or three battleships, and then all the other ships were just badly damaged, which we were able to repair and put into the war. Um, so in the 75 minutes that the bombing was going on, our carriers were out to sea doing exercises or some shit. Um, so when we regrouped and the next day, December 8th, um, the president, that was the, a day that will live in infamy speech. He got the declaration of war. We entered world war two. We had already been helping England against Germany, but we weren't in the war. You know, we were funding the war with the Germans, which is not that different than what we're doing with Ukraine and in a lot of respects, Israel, which is why I'm often like, God, we might be on the cusp of yet another conventional world war very, very soon. Because if you think about it, you had this theater in Europe with Italy and Germany and all of what's going on there and the fascism and the Nazism and the good versus the bad, or, uh, uh, the evil and all that shit. And then, oh my God, Imperial Japan comes around and starts their own war. As soon as they attacked, by the way, they before they attacked, they sent a telegram to the U.S. saying, we are attacking. They actually announced it, but it wasn't received until after the attack started. I guess there are rules of engagement through the Hague or whatever the fuck that says that if you are going to declare war, you actually have to tell them. And Japan followed that. They said, all right, here we go. And they sent the message, we are attacking your fleet. It was received late. Doesn't matter. Um, they did what they had to do. We, with the declaration of war, Nazi Germany immediately and Italy, um, joined forces with Japan. Like we are your ally and off we go. Yamamoto, who is one of the Japanese, um, admirals who led the attack on Pearl Harbor. He was concerned right off the jump because he felt that, they hadn't done enough damage and that the industrial might of the United States was the real um, strength of the United States military because he was well aware that in an instant, the industrial machine of the United States could very quickly help the military and all the equipment destroyed to be quickly rebuilt. And we did. And within six months, we were fucking shit up in like the Battle of Midway and taking back all these islands that the Japanese had taken in the first place. Iwo Jima, all that shit. Just fucking incredible. Um, so I just, I just found that all fascinating. Uh, when the day of the Pearl Harbor attack at 7.55 Hawaii time, 12.55 Eastern time on December 7th, um, leading up to that, there was um, some chatter that was heard. Okay, that was a Sunday, I believe. And then on a Friday, on Friday before that, on December 5th, a, um, a communique was intercepted by the U.S. that led the person who ciphered it deciphered it i should say that i think this is something and passed it along to his superior intercepted a a bit of information that was uh, uh hinting that this exact thing was going to happen okay and 
the person he gave it to said, yeah, that's cool. I'll deal with it Monday. Like, I mean, packing up for the day and the weekend. I mean, what a fucking blunder. And then um, north of where the attack happened or uh, right near the island where the, where, the, uh, where the bombing took place at Pearl Harbor, as the planes were flying in, they were discovered on radar by some low-level uh, military member of our military, I forget who the fuck he was, who then radioed in, hey, I just have, I had a, uh, a, a, I have a ton of planes flying in right now. What the hell is going on? And it's the, the attack, the actual attack. And if this had, this warning had been heated, it would have bought the U.S. significant time to scramble their fighters. Uh, I mean, they were in their bunks. They were sleeping. It was 7.55 in the morning on a fucking Sunday. They're getting, they're worried about breakfast. Um, but that was ignored. The guy called in. He goes, yeah, there's planes in the sky going right for you. And the guy said, ah, those are our bombers. We're doing an, we're doing an exercise. It's no big deal. It's fine. It's fine, man. It wasn't fine. You asshole. Amanda. Uh, Aram says we need to make sure we keep allies with countries that still have industrial might. Yeah. Ryan says, Trump tells me that as long as he becomes dictator, he will make sure there will be no war. In fact, I think he said that if he were president, there would have been no attacks in Ukraine probably ever. That's so true. Fucking 82 years ago. Can you believe that? Unbelievable. You know what today is, though, don't you? Today is an important day of remembrance as well. Today is the day, uh, 43 years ago tonight, John Lennon was shot dead by Mark David Chapman. If he were alive today, he would today he'd be 83. December 8th, 1980, right in front of the Dakota in Manhattan. His residence. Fantastic building. Got my picture taken there this summer, right in front of it. Um, Mark David Chapman, a longtime Beatle fan who was crazed, uh, saw John Lennon earlier in the day, got him to sign a copy of Double Fantasy, which had just come out. Uh, Lennon went, I don't know, fucking, I think he went to go do something with the, the new record or do a photo shoot or some shit like that with Yoko. He comes back and that great crazy guy's still there. In fact, there's actually a picture in the first interaction of Mark David Chapman standing there with John Lennon signing the record from the first interaction. Lennon returns. Uh, just before 11 p.m. Nods at Chapman, who's still there. They start walking into the um, through the archway of the Dakota. Chapman pulls a 38 and shoots him four times in the back. Oh, my God. Fucking A. Chapman puts the gun down, sits down on the curb, and starts reading the catcher in the rye. By J.D. Salinger. 
the fucker's so crazy that he he uh, picked apart in the book the part how Holden Caulfield, the main character, has a problem with people who are phonies. Though he loved Lennon and loved the Beatles, he thought Lennon was a phony and wanted to shoot him because of it. My God. Dimebag Daryl also shot today. 19 years ago. Kyle says, once today, once this show is done, today will be all Pantera to celebrate the loss of the greatest guitar player to ever live. God damn. Yeah, that guy was shot same way. Crazed fan uh, 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 shot, shot him while he was on stage. Holy shit. Is there like... Um, audio or video of that incident happening that has been um, sequestered over the years that hasn't been seen or heard. God damn it. I think other people died um, in that, in that incident. I think there was uh, more than one person who was killed. Kyle says there is video. You see the cops shooting the dude. Ryan says, EZ, you have to be careful with crazed fans. You you know all too well, big fraud. Oh, yeah. Um, the stalker team of uh, uh, Mike and Boring Dean. I, I, I do not trust those people. And they are, they are one bad day away from shooting through my front door. I tell you what, if I get assassinated, you know where to look. Oh, my God. I can't believe both those events happened on the same day. Lennon and then uh, Dimebag Daryl, who now I'll, I'll say this. Dimebag Daryl's guitar work is fantastic. There are even songs that I like that Dimebag Daryl plays on. I don't know if they're necessarily Pantera songs. I just remember hearing his guitar work and saying, oh, man, he's fucking great. However, Pantera's music is horrible. It's a shame that such an excellent guitarist was weighed down by such a dog shit band. I'll bet you that Dimebag Daryl is in heaven saying, thank God I'm up here. Thank God I was killed. So I don't have to perform with that pile of shit band. You know, why couldn't he have uh, gone on to play with some real musicians other than garbage Pantera? Nick, the electrician says blasphemy. That's probably going to piss somebody off. Um, Thank you to Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. If Kenny wasn't butthurt from yesterday's beat up, he would be here uh, commenting and telling me to go fuck myself. 
but whenever um, he takes jokes poorly, he usually avoids the show for like a few days and then he'll creep back in. And then the next thing you know, he'll merge, like I said, he'll merge into traffic and it's all good. Ryan said, what happened? Did he try to figure out the color of your mug again? No, this was based on, um, I, I went down that road of suggesting he was a racist again, which everybody knows he's not a racist. He's the nicest guy on the planet. And he, I told you that one's too much. That's too, too. I've, I've given you warnings before. Come on, man. Anyway, thank you to Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. If you have any technical issues at work or at home, let's say you are running the business. You might need the type of support that Blue Frost IT gives uh, to your business, like a tech upgrade. The idea that you're just going to go to uh, Best Buy and buy stuff is a horrible mistake. Don't do that. Sit down with a 30-minute complimentary consultation with Alan from Blue Frost IT and find out what exactly your business needs. uh, needs. He'll help you with your purchase and all the decisions that you're making. That's part of uh, what you sign up for with Blue Frost IT. Talked to Rick earlier. Love that TC paintball. We got uh, paintball going on this weekend. Um, check out the website, tcpaintballgr.com and uh, call the number there to book your event. Workplace team building. Your pals from the uh, beer league softball team or hockey team or whatever. Neighborhood kids. Um, uh, dads with the kids getting together. Fun times at tcpaintballgr.com. Cannot forget Frank Fuss. Your licensed independent... Oh, boy. Independent? Fuck, I sound like Greg. Let me try it again. Your licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. you want to book a uh, time with Frank working on your life insurance policy or getting um, your social security worked out or perhaps uh, Medicare or um, healthcare.gov, go to buyinsurancehere.com and schedule some time. Mention EZ when you do that and you're in good shape. Buyinsurancehere.com for Frank Fuss. On today's Patreon bonus podcast, two really dumb stories from the world of sports that you don't need to follow sports to enjoy. A uh, man who worked in the executive office of the Jacksonville Jaguars, an absolutely epic story of embezzlement from the home team. Then there's the head football coach of the Buffalo Bills, Sean McDermott, He tried to pump up the team in a pep talk a couple years ago. That's just being brought to light now. This is one of those things. And his uh, example he used to try to draw inspiration 
has annoyed and pissed off a lot of people so much that he actually had to say he's sorry for something he said two years ago. Ethan Crumbly is going to be sentenced today. Uh, He had a goal to be Michigan's prolific school shooter. Most, he wanted to be, he wanted to be uh, the one behind the biggest school shooting in the state of Michigan history. He was successful. He'll be sentenced today. The evil of this kid is remarkable. And I wish we could just shoot him in the face. And uh, a fat chick dies. Hopefully putting to rest this ridiculous notion that fat chicks need to be worshipped and told how great they are. All coming up on the Patreon bonus podcast. But for now, we must conclude this with the asshole of the day. I don't know the context of this comment. Aram says, Eric really just needs to apologize. And I'm not sure what you are referencing. Ryan says, asshole of the day, that wicked school shooting prick. Ryan says he's talking about Kenny. For what? What did I do? I don't understand what you mean. Uh, Yesterday's asshole of the day is Darla. Remember, Easy is not in the business of apologizing. Easy is in the business of being hilarious. Easy's number one goal is hilarity. That has always been Easy's number one goal. At any given time, Easy may make you the butt of the joke. That's what we all signed up for, or what you all signed up for. So if anybody ever takes literally anything I say as fact or I mean it, that is folly. One more time. If it leaves my mouth, it's not my problem. Words to live by. Rich says, that's Eric Zane speaking. You're goddamn right it is. With pride. Uh, Nominee, asshole of the day, Keurig. Kyle says the quote, which I like, if I offended you, you needed it. I love that. Where did you hear that one? Um. Joe Martinez gives me the finger and tells me to go and says, go blue. Cole says, asshole of the day, people that take Zane as fact. No, the asshole of the day is that bleeding heart pussy, Aram. 
for suggesting that I'm going to apologize. Fuck you. Aram is your asshole of the day brought to you by TC Paintball. I hope you've enjoyed this show. I know I have. And that's really all that matters. Till next time, I'll talk to you down the road. Have a good one, folks. Bye-bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com.